Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Block talk What's up, everybody? It's 8 o'clock, and you already know what time it is. It is time for my show, The Mecca James Show. I give you fashion, politics, relationships, and everything in between. Um, Today, people, we have a special show. This is my first season on Blog Talk Radio. I've been on hiatus for a while now. So for all the new listeners, thank you for rocking with me. And for all my day ones, thank you for coming back to listen to me. Um. You can follow me on Instagram, Mecca James. You can follow me on Twitter, Mecca from Uptown. You can also, you know, listen on Blog Talk Radio, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mecca, M-E-C-C-A, show and the number one. Holla at your girl. You can listen live, people, if you want to call in. I, I got the chat room open. You can call in at 213-943-3415. Again, the number is 213-943-3415. Now, since we got all of that out the way, I want to tell you, you know I play music. Um, I will be here every Tuesday, each and every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And we're going to just rock out. I have so many guests. If you haven't seen some of my shows before, you can look them up with Tammy Roman from Basketball Wives, the FUBU guy, Charlamagne the guy from Power 105, Andrew Schultz from um, MTV2, Geico, and so much more. Um, For those that don't know, I am Mecca James, the host, the executive producer of this show, where we give you everything. Um, I do a segment called What's Going On in America, and I've been gone for almost, I would say like almost eight months now on Blog Talk Radio. So we're going to talk about R. Kelly, the government shutdown, we're going to talk about the young lady that was in the McDonald's worker in Florida. We'll talk about all of those things. Let me know how you feel about it. You know, we're going to just get it in. But before, you know I'm going to play some music. So let me just play a little bit. We got a little bit of Meek Mills for you, and I'm going to play that, and we'll be right back. It's the Mecca James Show. Now, if the music doesn't come on, don't worry about it. You know I'm a professional in this. Anyway, I want to tell you about my hiatus before I tell you that about the hiatus of where I was doing, changing careers and all that. I would love for you. I have my hat line. It's the MJ Collection by Mecca James. You can get snapbacks and beanies, um, scully hats as well dad hats and you could just dm me um, my site will be up the mjcollection.net will be up this week and you can just order it's very affordable if you would like to know anything you know any type of advertisement on the show you would like to be a guest you can email me at the mecca james show at yahoo.com that's the mecca james m-e-c-c-a james show at yahoo.com so let's get into it people music We'll get to the music later. I want to talk about 
what is going on in America today? We have, you know, I look at TV, I read books, I do everything, and my mind just be racing. So this topic, yes, I have a lot of celebrity guests that come on the show, and that will be uh, the lineup for this season is going to be crazy. But I want to just give you me for right now. Um, Before we go into R. Kelly, I just wanted to know, um, I know it's been all over the Internet, all over the news. I was totally outraged when I found out about this video. It was a young lady. Her name is Yasmin James. Last name, same last name as me. You never know. We could be related. She was a McDonald's wor- worker in St. Petersburg, Florida. This man, I don't know if he was irate. He was talking to her. I'm not sure if, you know, there were some words that was being said that led up to this. But he literally snatched her over the counter. This is snatched her over the counter and was yelling at her and it was about to hit her. So this young lady, Miss James, well, she hit him back. She was beating him down. But at the same time, I wanted to know, because it was an outrage of how was this Caucasian man so comfortable hitting, hitting, trying to hit this African-American woman. And we have men behind the counter that was her coworkers that was right there. And some would say, yes, you know, they did pull her back. One, young, one gentleman did pull her back and did come around, but it was, to me, in my opinion, it was so delicate. It was such a delicate thing that he did, and there were so many men that was with her that could I felt that they could have stepped up, they could have did a little bit more, they could have been a little bit aggressive. I'm not sure their background, they were scared to get fired. From my perspective, it's McDonald's, you young, you'll get another job. But you never know. You never know how people were raised, what their mentality was thinking of. Maybe they didn't. They maybe they didn't want to get hurt. They didn't know if he had a gun, or they they didn't want to go to jail. I just want to know what did you think about that incident? Was you outraged? Did you think that those men jumped in, and did they do enough, or do you think they could have did more? Let me know. I got the chat room open. It's the Mecca James show. You know how we do. Oh, I got a lot of people in the chat room right now. I got Canada in the chat room. What's up, Canada? We got Milwaukee in the chat room, New York, New Jersey. Um, we got Atlanta. ATL is always in the building. I want to shout out everybody in the chat room that is just holding me down right now. And, you know, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about what happened. Why do you think that is? Why, why do you think that even happened? Because some people were saying, well, Mecca, you know, you never know the situation that happened. You don't know if they had, like, a semi-argument. My thing is this. I don't care if they had an argument. I don't care what happened. If they was cursing each other out, you should never, never want to touch another person because you don't know what the other per- person is capable of. And people was really coming down on this young lady. And I want to know if she was a person of a different color because I was very upset about the situation. Because how is this white man so comfortable with pulling over? Let's not just say he was a a white man. Let's just say a man in general. How was he so comfortable pulling her and almost knocking her out? Now, I was saying, I know this is hypothetically, what if this girl didn't have hands? Because she did. Come to find out she was a boxer. What if she didn't have hands? What do you think about that?
we got all of these people in the chat room, and they said, you know, I think that they did enough. They should have did more. It could have been more done, but he, but that young man did his thing, and he should be commended for that. All right, you know, that's your opinion. I, I'm not trying to be biased. This is, this is the show. I want to know. Let me know. Let me know what you think about, you know, all of this. Tell me what you think about this, because right now, I'm telling you, that was like, it was crazy. We got Paul in the chat room. Paul is talking about. Paul, let me know what you think. Paul is saying that both, every man in, okay, I'm reading the chat room. I'm trying to chat and read. Every man in that chat room, every man in the McDonald's should be beat down because they really didn't help her. I agree with you, Paul, but, you know, we all have a, we all have an opinion on that. I want to know, tell me what you think about this incident in Florida. It's the Mecca James show. You know, we got so many people on the line. I'm just so happy about, you know, being back on air. Um, there are some people listening, but before we go into that and we go into this heated topic, I want to just thank you, everybody, for rocking with me. Um, before... Now I'm a real estate agent, and being a real, realtor, it is so hard. I mean, I don't, I don't want to say it's hard. It's a lot of work. And my work, I get so caught up in what I'm doing. And this is my passion. Radio and real estate is my passion. I have to come back. Um, but the reason I took a hiatus is because my godmother, she passed away last year, and she was just so instrumental to the Mecca James show. She really helped me. And it seems like every time when I wanted to come back, I just I just couldn't. I had to take a break from everything because everything from the show reminded me of my godmother, which was not a bad thing. It was just something that, you know, death takes a death is very hard. Death is a very hard thing to take, and the fact that I was I didn't want to give up, but I know that she's listening and she's watching down on me. She didn't want me to give up on this. So that's why I said, you know what, Mecca, you have to keep doing what you do just for her, just because you, you can't take your hiatus forever. This is your passion. This is what I, I love to do. I love talking to people. We got Kim in the chat room. Kim, what up? You from Ohio? Okay, Ohio in the building. She said that if it was her, she would be in jail, and she thinks all of the coworkers should really step stepped in for that girl, and they they did not. They failed her completely. Okay, I I definitely know your opinion on that. Let me see. I want to talk to some of the men on the line. How do you feel? If that was your daughter, if that was your girlfriend, mother, what would you do in that incident if you see someone? Because nowadays people really don't want to get involved in things because they don't know if they're going to get killed. They don't know if they're going to get you know, it's just a lot going on. They don't know. Tell me what you think or what you would have done if you was in that incident. Let me know. It's the Mecca James Show, everybody. All right. We got Michael in the chat room. Michael said that he was raised, you know, if something like that happened in his, in his surroundings and he know that, you know, it wasn't intentional, he would definitely step in. He, de- he said he doesn't know 
exactly what he would do or how aggressive he would be, but he was definitely would have pulled that man off of that woman. That's a good thing, Michael. That's another thing I wanted to talk about with that incident. Um, the young man, he did as much as he could. You know, maybe he was scared. I'm not really sure. But we didn't see anybody really pulling this man off of her. You know, we saw one young man do it, but at the same time, he pulled her first. I think, if anything, if to be fair, someone should have came across and pulled him away. After that, he demanded to get her fired, and they gave him his money back. Now, fast forward the incident, he is in jail, um, battery. I don't think it was even assault, but at least he was arrested for something. We got to keep following up on that. We just got to save ourselves. And women, we got to protect ourselves. And then we got, men have to also protect us as well. I know there's a devil advocate. You can say, oh, you know, you don't know if she started it or, you know, she instigated. We're not talking about those incidents. Obviously, this man was a little bit deranged. And, you know, you, you got to step in, even if you don't know the person. I'm not saying that you should get killed over the situation, but, you know, step in, step in. Now, listen, people, I know we got people in the chat room and we are talking about this R. Kelly situation, this R. Kelly situation. The documentary came out on Lifetime, and we will get into that. I want to get into some music. Um. We have a little problem with the music, but you know how I do. You know I just keep it flowing. But anyway, I'm going to play some music for you. And here we go. It's the Naked Jane Show. Still not playing. Anyway, we're going to get it. We're going we gonna to get it popping. We're going to get it ready. We're going we're gonna to get all the music ready and everything like that. But anyway, let's talk about this R. Kelly thing. R. Kelly, you know, we all know R. Kelly. R. Kelly has been a, a, a musical genius writer for about 30 years in the game. Um, this documentary that was on Lifetime was numerous women that was had an encounter either by force or... They were captured by R. Kelly, and all of these women were young. Some of them were 12, some of them were 30, some of them, I just, the whole documentary to me, I couldn't even really watch it. I couldn't really watch all of the documentary, and, you know, some people did watch the whole thing. It was very sad to see young women just, you know, 12 years old, R. Kelly, we all know, allegedly, R. Kelly was married to Aaliyah. Aaliyah was an R&B singer. She was a beautiful person. But at the time when she was, um, R. Kelly was mentoring her or helping her in her music career, she was 15 years old. There is documents saying that they were married and R. Kelly was 27 years old. I think they were married. And you can go back and check this. Legal documents. For a year, the marriage was annulled, and I remember when the marriage was annulled, I believe maybe they had some agreement that she could no longer, she could no longer work with R. Kelly, and she she switched up her her whole swag, and then she went on with Timberland. But my thing is this: after you saw 
that R. Kelly was allegedly married to Leah. And, you know, that's statutory rape right there. 27-year-old man with a 15-year-old woman, that's statutory rape. I don't know what the parents was thinking. The parents, that Aaliyah's parents at the time were saying that, you know, he was helping her in her career. Granted, at that time in the 90s, we didn't know. Then, after the fact, we have a videotape. And I don't know if you can go see the videotape. Um, it should be out, the video of R. Kelly literally having sex with her. Like, I, she had to be like 13 because she was very... She she looked very young, and I understand they were saying that she could have been like about 12 or 14 at the time. Now, in this video, you can try to look it up if it's there. The video, he's having sex with the woman, with this girl. She looks very inexperienced, like preteen, very inexperienced. He's actually urinating on her. And still, at that time, R. Kelly was charged, but nothing, those charges didn't stick. Now, you have Aaliyah, you have that videotape, and you have several women in time frame saying that they had sex with R. Kelly. Sparkle was saying that she was, Sparkle was another person that was in his camp, older woman, but she was messing with R. Kelly. And then she introduced her niece to R. Kelly that later on was sleeping with her. My thing is this. I don't know the concept of any 2000s and in, in, in 2005, whatever. If there was any allegations, I'm not a parent as yet, not as yet. If there's any allegations about R. Kelly sleeping with anybody or any kind of thing, I would not want my child anywhere near this man. I do not care how musical, musical genius he is. He's not coming next to my, especially my daughter's. And what I want to talk about here, and we're going to get back to that. We got the music, y'all. We're going to get back to that. We're going to talk about really understanding your child and having that closeness with your child that no man, I don't care how much money he has, how much fame he has, can get in between you and that bond. And we're going to come back with the Mecca Jane show. I was so passionate about I'm so livid about What's going on in this world with our kids, with our young black women, our brown women? It's just terrible. But right now, I'm going to give you my boy, Meek Mills, Team Taurus. He's back at it again. Let's go, everybody. Uptown, baby. You know I'm from Harlem, right? Let's go. Y'all forgot, they've been trying to stop the wave, but the wave don't stop. 
baby I was down, but they see I'm up now, baby Head high, cause I'm holding up my crown, baby Never told, even through the ups and downs, baby And if I do say, it's a couple brown, baby Only way I double crosses I just keep spinning, only way to make them nauseous Demon low, mommy like salsa, we could dip I'm just trying to see you dance out on the dick Whoa, it went down, she came up, you know Y'all take shots, y'all aim up, you know Hate on low, but we fly high, you know Talk is cheap, free Wi-Fi, whoa Heard they trying to steal away, cut it out, cut it out Spicy mommy's on the way, bust it down, bust it down Tell my watch, she let away, I cut it out Hey, talk to me nice, show you what these bitties about, whoa Pipe down, throwing up shots First we shut them down, then we open up shots Everybody has their own opinion. 
But if you saw this documentary and the fear that some of these women have and, you know, in their eyes, the, the way they described exactly what he did and, you know, you know, not able to talk and, you know, him being physical abuse, sexual abuse, that is very serious. And I don't know, I can't say because I wasn't there, but I we've always heard these allegations about R. Kelly. There's no way that it could be a lie for all of these people. Now, what I am upset is how the parents handled that. There's no way. Like Master P said, I will be behind bars, and I will be on CNN, not on Lifetime. He felt like they didn't try hard enough to get some of them girls back. Some of these women have been captured by him and and his his team when they were 17, they're 21. Some of them are brainwashed. Some people would say they are brainwashed, and that's what I wanted to talk to. As a young person, especially um, being a person of color, a lot of us come from broken homes, you know what I mean? Not having a father inside the home, a dad, a male figure, whatever you want to call it. Let's let's keep it all the way 100. Not having a male figure in, the, in your life, you know, already coming from broken home, poverty, not having money, just stress in your house. Then you have these men, some men that prey on women, prey on young girls that are 12, 13 years old and tell them everything that they want to hear. You get what I'm saying? They tell them everything that they want to hear, and then they're like, that's their father, that's their boyfriend, you know, they're giving them financial support, they're not experienced, so they're getting, you know, having sex with them. So these things are all coming to these young girls' heads, and then they turn on their their parents. Now you have people like R. Kelly, this man, probably telling them that your parents are not doing anything. I'm your I'm your protector. All of these things to fill a void. That's why we really gotta talk to our young people. We not just girls. We have to talk to our boys as well. And if you saw the documentary, R. Kelly could not do this alone. He had people in his camp that will go to high schools, that will go to McDonalds and seek out Vulnerable women. I'm not, I don't want to say vulnerable women because these were teenagers. This is sick. My question to you, R. Kelly was so such of a freak and weird. Do you think with all his fame and all his money, he couldn't, he couldn't have a woman that's in her, her 20s, her 30s, that would voluntarily do most of those things, trying to get those young girls to do, that will agree, but he didn't want that. It's a sickness. It's control. And I'm not saying he did this or not, allegedly, but I feel like there's no way all these these young girls are still terrified to this day. Still with him. It's crazy. We got to help our people, people. And I don't want to be all preachy-preachy about this, but it's something that it was... I knew that there was things going on. Allegedly, I knew about the Aaliyah tape. I knew about... I mean, I knew about Aaliyah marriage, and I saw the tape and him liking young girls and um I think it was around happy people. Um I think there was some type of clause the women have to be of age in the um in the step video. He couldn't have any he couldn't be around anyone or, or under twenty one at the time. I'm not sure I could, you know, this you have to look that up, but that was a rumor saying that 
in his videos. It has to be everyone has to be um, over 21 or 23 at the time. So just to put that in your claws, I'm not sure if it's right or not. Just to have that alone, to have that shadow, that that cloud around you as an artist, and people just push it aside because you're talented and you're a genius is crazy to me. And I feel like if some of these women or these little girls were white, um, different nationality, it would have been handled different. But because these are young girls and a woman of color, and we are so devalued that the police, they said that in the tape that R. Kelly had informants on the police department. Come on, man. I mean, I'm not sure if this is right or wrong, but all around, it's just sad. Let me know what you think about it. We're talking about R. Kelly. We're going to talk about the shutdown. We're going to talk about so much more. It's the Naked Jane Show, and you know how we do. We rock out. Let's go on the lighter note, people. You know this is the new season, and I have so many guests that's going to be coming on the show. We're going to talk about sex. We're going to talk about relationship. We're going to talk about politics, finance. We're going to, we're going to get to this music. It's going to be a good look. I'm so happy. Now, since I'm back there, I've been doing this for eight years now, about eight, seven years, seven years now. When I started, there was not so many podcasts. Now everybody has a podcast. Joe Buttons, um, everybody has a podcast now. So you really have to separate yourself from the rest. Do what you do. Do what you love to do. I mean, you're going to stand out regardless if if it's your passion. And the Mecca Jane Show is that. Podcast on Block Suck Radio. I'm going to also be on other outlets. Stay tuned. Um, you, you'll be able to tune in. You'll be able to download on iTunes, tune in, and so much more. I'm about to put this on Spotify. We're going to have a great time. We're going to rock out. Thank you so much, everybody. But let me, let's, let's go back into the topic. I want to know. How many of these people in my chat room have children? Let's talk about that. And what would you do if it was your child? Let's okay, we got we got some more people in the chat room. We got Mike from Jersey. Mike in Jersey's in the chat room. What's up, Mike? What's good? He said, Hey everybody, everybody. He said Okay, Mike is talking real fast in the chat room. <laughs> Mike is saying that if it happened to his son or his daughter he would be in jail, and R. Kelly would not be here to this day. He would not be alive. I understand. You know, he said, because you're supposed to go all out for your children. He agrees with me. Like he said, he felt like some of them parents did not try hard enough to get their children back. Okay. I agree with you, Mike. I, I totally agree with that. But I'm not sure if you saw, I think the the couple was the Savages. The Savages, um, introduced their daughter to R. Kelly because she was musically inclined. She needed some help in the industry, and they introduced her, 17 years old. Had no idea that R. Kelly was having sex with this young woman. Um, she lives with him now. She, she, I, I, don't, I, want, I don't want to say she's trapped. They haven't seen her in like two years. They actually, um, if you saw the, the footage, was talking to the manager. The manager was uh, saying that you can see your daughter, but you can't talk about the incident. You could talk about school. You could talk about that, but not 
do not talk about returning home. Now I'm thinking to myself, now if you saw the documentary on Lifetime, I'm thinking to myself, how in the world can I be a parent and I have to negotiate what I talk to, to my child to even see my child that I haven't seen in about a year or two? And he's actually saying that. So there's a commentator, uh, I don't want to say a radio personality, a journalist comes on and said, hey, you know, I'm from this station, blah, blah, blah. I'm from this news channel. And he says, no, that's not my name. Now, this was R. Kelly manager, manager, brother, someone in his camp. I'm not sure exactly. I don't even understand the concept of trying to negotiate with another man about my child that I haven't seen. And when I do see my child, if they permit me to see my own child that came out of my that I birth, you are limited to what you have to say. Let's talk about that. If you saw that scene in the R. Kelly movie, not movie, documentary, let's talk about that. It's the Michael James Show, everybody. Let's go. We got Sean. Sean is in the chat room, and he's from Canada, Canada in the building. Thank you for all my people that's East Coast, West Coast, worldwide that's rocking with me. Sean, what do you think about that? I'm not sure if you saw that scene, but are you a parent? Sean said, of three. Okay, Sean's parent of three. Congrats to that. How do you feel about that incident? For the people that don't know and might be listening and saying, like, what is Mecca talking about? Please look at this documentary. Um, you have to understand that we have to save our girls. Save our girls because things like this cannot happen. Um, I think I put a quote on Instagram. How many times have you seen an older man prey on a young girl, and they call the young girl fast or she's she's being grown? Never once in our community, in the black and brown community, you question that man. And I'm not saying that every every young girl is innocent, but never once do they question the man. They always say, oh, you know, this girl is fast or she's being grown. Why not put the pressure on him? He's older. Come on, people. We 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 know better. When you know better, you do better. And I'm so glad this documentary came out. And one thing I did want to talk about is documentary that everybody is being, you know, um, they're calling out R. Kelly and telling him, no, we don't like him anymore. My thing is this about the whole music industry. You knew this was going on. This is not the first time you heard about it. It's not the second time. This has been a dark cloud over Kelly for many years. Now, because we have the Me Too movement, everybody wants to distance themselves from R. Kelly. If you knew about it then in the 90s and the 2000s, you should have spoke out then. And I'm not saying it's never, it's never too late. But how easy is it? Everybody is jumping on the, we're going to disconnect from R. Kelly now. But he's been doing this, and that's why he's not in jail now, and that's why he was never brought up any charges, charges. but now he's being brought up on charges. So let me know how you feel about the situation. I just, it's, it's a horrible thing, people. It's a horrible thing. Let me know how you feel. We got Sean in the chat room. Sean's in the chat room. We got a lot of people in the chat room. Michelle. Oh, Okay. We have Miss, La- okay, she's called by Miss Jones. Miss Jones is in the chat room. Thank you. I want to know. I want to know 
listen to all the people that's in the chat room. Let me know. I know you guys are typing real fast. And you can also call me up. Call me up live. Talk to me live. 213. I got a new area code, y'all. 213-943-3415. This is the Blog Talk line. So you can call up to me live. If you want, if you're a little shy, go in that chat room because we're getting it popping in this one. I don't know what to say, people. I mean, go go look at that documentary. Hopefully that he will get help. Maybe he will go to jail or whatever he has to do. Those parents get their children back. Um, Really talk to them about what's going on in the world. Make sure you have a bond that no matter what happens, um, don't just give your children away because they're in the music industry. It's not all about image. I mean, for me, I would never introduce any of my children to R. Kelly. Maybe Maxwell, maybe John Legend or someone like that, and I will always be in their facility. I will be hands-on with everything. I felt like there were a lot of red flags. They dropped the ball. A lot of them completely, maybe they was gullible, naive, not understanding the music industry, but the music industry alone is a beast. And if you have any allegations around a man just because they have power, don't do it. Just go about go about the long way. Don't 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 give your children up. Or if you feel like something is going on, nine times out of ten is something going on. It's the Becky Jane show, y'all. If you just tune in, we talk about R. Kelly this documentary. Uh, we talked about the shutdown. It's just so much stuff going on in the world that it is crazy. Now, let's talk about this government shutdown. The last time I talked to you guys, we did not have this um I don't I don't I don't know what to call somewhat of a president in office. We have Donald Trump in office, media, reality star. I personally did not vote for him, but you know, a, a lot of Americans did. <laughs> So anyway, um, a lot of people are talking about R. Kelly, but let's talk about this government shutdown that that is happening. Um, Donald Trump wants to build a wall. Now, when he was campaigning, because, you know, I'm I'm very – I love to talk about politics. When Donald Trump was campaigning, he said that to get the, you know, uh, illegal aliens out and not have them come to the United States, he's going to build a wall. At that time when he was campaigning, I was saying, a wall, is that the only thing they can come up with? All this technology and you want to just build a wall, something that, I don't know, if it costs a million dollars, you can probably get like a $3 rope and climb over it or do like El Chapa do and, and, and go under it. So at that time, I just thought it was like something, you know, something that he wanted to say, just some a play that was in his um, campaign. But now Donald Trump actually wants to do this wall. When he was campaigning, he was saying that who's going to pay for the wall? Mexico. Well, let me tell you something, people. Everybody in the chat room, everybody on the phone line listening, Mexico is not paying for it. So reason being, um, you know, I really can't tell you all the things that Trump has, has promised in his, what is it, it'll be two, almost two years now, but um, if we do have a government shutdown, the IRS is going to shut down, so your your tax refunds will not be allocated. Some say they will be, some say they won't. Um, there's a lot of programs that's going to be shut off. 
Um, there's going to be people that are working that's not going to be getting paid just because he wants to prove a point. Now, people will say, oh, what's the difference between Barack Obama shut down and, and Donald Trump? Well, if you remember, the shutdown when Barack Obama was in office was because of the mortgage crisis. They, he had to call in to get a stimulus package, emergency package, so we can have funding for all these programs. It wasn't something that uh, Obama was like, well, if you don't do this, government going to shut down, and here it is. It was something that was trickling down anyway. So he had to try to fix it. It's almost like you have a cut on your hand, people. Everybody that's listening to the messaging show, you have a cut on your hand, and you know the cut is sore, but then the Band-Aid comes off. So what do you do? You might not be able to be able to get to the hospital to actually fix the whole sore, but you put another Band-Aid on. And that's what Barack Obama did. He put a fresh Band-Aid on a sore. Now, Donald Trump, for instance, he's just, you know, he's just playing his hand and showing that he is the commander-in-chief for some, and that's what he's doing. So, you know, we got to be really careful who we put in office. I do think the Women's March movement, Tamika D. Mallory, um, Linda Salsoa, uh, Carmen Perez, so many people that organized that movement the day after he was inaugurated in office. Um, and there's another march that's going to be coming up very soon. Look out for that. But the midterm election people, those midterms, women came out, so many different nationalities came out and really said, you know what, uh, we were asleep for the presidential elections. We thought it was a joke. We didn't think he was going to win. But this time, we're coming out, and so many people won, so many women, so many people of color, so many firsts. It was, it's a beautiful thing. And they really sh- shaking up the Senate and the Congress. They're really shaking it up. So now um, 2020, 2020 is almost here. It's crazy how it's already 2019. 2020 is almost here. Democrats, Republicans, Democrats is really trying to find out who's going to be the front runner. What I see in the Democratic Party, and I don't want to get too political with you, please, we do not need a million candidates. We need two or three real strong candidates. And I want to tell you the ones that I think Biden is definitely in. And people might say he's old, but he is older, but I think he can handle Trump. And I might not be pronouncing his name right, but the core he ran for Texas Senate, and he lost. I think that they should run together. The only reason I think that they should run together is because he has that energy. He has that Obama energy. A lot of young people like him. He's very. He's known all across the uh, all across the board. Women, young people, all types of nationalities. So I think with his energy and Biden experience, we can have something good. I could be wrong, but me personally, I do not want to see Hillary Clinton running. I do not want to see Elizabeth Warren. These are people that are older. We need some fresh people, new blood, energize the party. On the Republican Party, they always come energized. So to sum everything up, people, this is the Mecca Jane Show, and I want to tell you, like I tell you, I, I, you know, we talk about fashion, politics, relationships, and everything in between. I personally had a great time. Follow me on Twitter, 
Necklace from Uptown. But really, I'm not really on Twitter that much, but I'm always on Instagram. So follow me on Instagram, Mecca James. Um, you can reach out to me. Thank you for being in the chat room. Um, I will be here next Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Music and more. We're gonna talk. We're gonna have everything. You know, we're gonna talk about so much. Um, I will be back to next to next week. Love this life. And remember, just reach out to me if you want if you want to buy any of the NJ collection by Mecca James hat. You know, I have various colors and sizes and affordable. Reach out to me. It's just nothing like doing your own thing and being an entrepreneur and coming up with a vision and and actually lamenting the vision and seeing it through. It's a beautiful thing. Thank you again, people. Um, thank you for rocking out with me. Until next week, love this life. God bless. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.